0: Fight back with Libby Zneimer on Zuma Radio.
1: Well, we are back. And on Friday, we saw a split verdict in the gas plants trial. Dalton McGinty's chief of staff, David Livingston, has been found guilty of destroying politically sensitive documents relating to the cancellation of the two plants. His deputy, Laura Miller, was also charged in the case but was found not guilty. The order to scrap the plants ahead of the 2011 election, by the way, ended up costing taxpayers $1.1 billion. dollars. Now, this verdict comes just months before the province heads to the polls under McGuinty's successor, Premier Kathleen Wynne. So will it have an impact on the outcome? What about your vote? Is there enough time between now and then for people to forget? Or was it perhaps not Decisive enough, I would like very much to hear your take. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 866 740 4740 Right now, we are going to NDP energy critic Peter Tabins and political commentator Will Stewart of Navigator Limited. Welcome to you both.
2: Thanks, Libby. How are you doing?
1: I'm fine. Good. Okay, let's uh, let's start with Peter Tabins. Fair enough. Okay. Go ahead.
2: Well, Libby, I don't think that the decision will actually change a lot of people's minds. Most folks have been evaluating what's going on with the Liberals for the past few years, and I think they've concluded that Liberals will do anything to win an election. It doesn't matter what the cost is to Ontario families. And for most people, I would say the decision on Friday just validated what they had previously thought. Now, I think a lot of people were disappointed that greater action did not happen. They were disappointed that in some way there was not a recovery of the money that was spent on this. Uh, But I don't think it's going to change their voting intentions for or against the Liberals. I think many people have made up their mind. You know, I should correct myself. There may be a, a minor impact with some people, but I don't think anyone in the past who thought the Liberals were innocent Uh, changed their minds after what happened on Friday.
1: Will Stewart, what's your take?
3: Well, I, you know, I think I would agree with, uh, with Peter. I don't think it's going to change many people's minds from what they have seen uh, so far from the Liberals sort of across the province. I mean, this is dating uh, back a considerable amount of time now. I think we've had one or two general elections since then. Every time both the NDP and the Conservatives have been running on a uh, uh, government waste uh, mandate or a government waste uh, communication strategy, rather, and frequently mentioned the gas plants. I think where it will make a difference, uh, frankly, is going to the overall narrative that the Liberals are tired or out of touch or uh, somehow mismanagement, uh, somehow mismanage the economy in in Ontario, filled with waste and, and mismanagement. And that's the narrative I think both parties are going to try to drive uh, during the election, the Progressive Conservatives and the, and the NDP.
1: Peter, you mentioned uh, that some people will be disappointed because there wasn't some kind of restitution. I mean, uh, how how could that have happened? I mean, this was uh, government money, and um, the government gets its money from us. I mean, do you, do you have any kind of precedent for something like that?
2: No, maybe there isn't. But I have to say, when I talk to a lot of people, uh, there's a general anger over the whole thing and a feeling that there should have been restitution. Now, as far as I know, legally, there's no way to do that. But I, I know that the sentiment is out there. Uh, I think people who've been upset with it would be pleased the judge found that there was a, a guilt here with regards to the records, the government records that were keeping track of what actually happened behind the scenes. Uh, but I think there's a, a larger disappointment: just that the province is being run by people whose only consideration is looking after themselves. Uh, that that's no way to run a government. It's no way to run. A uh, province of this country.
1: Will uh, will people remember by the time the election rolls around?
3: Well, I'm sure that the NDP and the Progressive Conservatives will do everything they can to remind them uh, to remind them of that. Um, look, I, I think it's it, it it is a a black mark on the Liberal government's uh, record. Uh, we've been dealing with this for a, a long period of time. But for me, what's what's more uh, sort of symbolic of, of this decision is just the sheer, and as as Peter says, the sheer desire by the Liberals to do almost anything possible to keep their to keep their seats. Remember, these power plants were cancelled with less than two weeks before the vote uh, two elections ago it was a clear move to save seats in the western part of Toronto and the the inner uh, inner sort outer 416 and inner mm-hmm. 905 which will be the same battleground uh, for this election between the Conservatives and the and the Liberals and the Liberals put out a press release back then saying the total cost of canceling the power plants would be 250 million well anyone who read the documents which I did that day when that press release came out it says an immediate payment of $250 million, That was in Section A. And in Section B, it says plus another hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars at uh, a later date. It was deliberately misleading. And I think just as cancelling the power plants, it was deliberately misleading just to save those seats. And that type of... Crass political maneuver, I think, leaves a really bad taste in the voters' uh, mouths in Ontario.
1: Yeah, but Kathleen Wynne got a; she's got a majority since then. She was around that cabinet table, uh, well, and yeah, once,
3: she signed the document actually canceling them. She was one of the ministers at the time that signed the document to cancel them.
1: Well, exactly, uh, which brings me to their strategy for this time around, and and that is to present themselves. As some kind of change agents. Peter Tavins, do you have a comment on that?
2: Yeah, I have, I have real doubts that that will be effective. I mean, I, I have to say, going back to the last election, if Tim Hudak hadn't said he was going to fire 100,000 people, uh, there might have been a very different election, but that caused a great deal of, of fear and anxiety. It was one of the worst maneuvers I've ever seen in a provincial <laughs> got election.
1: To, got to agree with you there, yeah. boy.
2: Um, But I have to say, again, this all relates back to what we've seen with the Liberals. They are willing to do anything. The the sale of Hydro One, there was no need to sell Hydro One. Uh, It's a revenue maker for us. It gives us control of our energy future. Um, But just like Mike Harris did with the sell-offs of the four hundred seven. Uh, Prior to the 1999 election, she needed the cash to make the books look better. And she did it without any concern, really, for the future of this province. And her most recent Fair Hydro plan, where she's putting us on the hook for $40 billion to reduce our rates for four years. uh, And shockingly to me, uh, Patrick Brown and the Conservatives also endorsed that. Uh, Those things just speak about a government that really doesn't think about the people of this province at all. Uh, and if it does think about them when it has to in a dark, lonely night, it thinks about them last.
1: Okay, hang on, guys. Let's take a call from Bob in Burlington. Hello, Bob. Hello. Um,
2: okay, I must be missing something, but
4: w- why wasn't Dalton McGinty charged with anything?
2: Well, and this is Peter it happens There's, As far as I can tell, he was never accused of doing anything that was criminally Wrong. Although what he did was damaging, what he did was totally opportunistic. But he didn't break any laws. David Livingston destroyed government records, okay. which is clearly against the law. And the judge was quite scathing in the way he went after it. Yeah. Was
4: it, was did didn't Dalton not give this fellow permission or a, a...
2: not? According to the police and not according to the judge.
4: Oh, okay. I mean,
2: he set up the whole context for it. Let's be clear, Bob. Um, he. He had this whole machinery rolling. Mm -hmm. He was the one who made the decision to to cancel the plants. Uh, He was the one who really incurred this huge debt for us, but he did it within the law, which (laughs) I think people find very frustrating.
3: No, kidding. Yeah, and I mean, and, and further to your question, Bob, it's Will Stewart uh, speaking. Uh, you know, it, it is difficult to fathom that uh, he wasn't uh, involved in some way or another. But even if he wasn't in terms of giving the order, the entire premise of the Westminster parliamentary system, which we have in Canada and all, obviously also in the province of Ontario, rests uh, on the belief that accountability rests with the minister and accountability rests with the premier, the people who are elected by the people to serve. Right. And in that, in that case, and if you use that as the standard, then, yeah, maybe there should have been a little bit more uh, critical look at uh, Mr. McGinty's role. Well, in there, yeah.
1: there's also a, quite a tradition of, uh, you know, when it comes to dirty work, uh, the, the head guy being left out of the loop so to maintain deniability.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, fair point, Libby.
1: Okay, thanks, Bob. Let's, Thank you very much. Let's go to Dennis in Brampton. Hello, Dennis.
5: Thanks for taking my call, Libby. You're welcome. So I have three points, and I'll be quick. Let me say up front that I was opposed to the cancellation of the gas plants, and I'm more than disappointed about the effort uh, to cover up what was done. So that being said, I, I need to remind one of your guests that all three parties at the time of that election were campaigning on the basis of canceling the gas plants. All three. Uh, My second point is that the cost with respect to hydro, uh, regardless of what political party next wins the next election, uh, those bills will have to be paid. And I've commented on this before, but it's largely due to the refurbishment of the nuclear plants, as opposed to the green energy, which everyone likes to pick on. And lastly, with respect to politicians doing whatever they can to be elected, is there, is there a politician who alive who doesn't do exactly that? They all do. So um, there are some good points being made, but we need to uh, put some context around it. Thanks, okay. Thanks for that.
1: Okay, Dennis, I'm going to let Peter take that one. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thanks. Um,
2: first of all, with regard to the plants, I had told Dalton McGinty in 2008 when this plant, I told him in the legislature, uh, when the plant for Oakville was first proposed, that it was a total mistake. It was a total mistake. And I actually worked with and met with people in Mississauga uh, when a final decision was being made on the Mississauga plant to go ahead, that again, this was a mistake. It was surplus to our needs. It was just going to drive up our hydro bills. The liberals did not listen to my advice or the advice of many other thoughtful people that they shouldn't have gone ahead with the plant. So they drove the car into the ditch, effectively. Uh, And then, because they were starting to get all kinds of political heat, they compounded their initial problem by going ahead and canceling them on the most unfavorable terms possible. We didn't spend a lot of time during the 2011 election uh, talking about the cancellation of these plants, but we pointed out from day one that it was wrong to go ahead with them just completely wrong to go ahead with them. Uh, And I think that's the critical point, that in this, the Liberals pursue an energy strategy that makes a lot of people very wealthy, uh, a lot of private power companies, but really leaves us with huge bills at the end. Uh, And I'll agree with Dennis that green power is not what's driving up hydro bills in Ontario. I think it's privatization. I think it's the approach to power that makes it Uh, something that's provided, again, to make people wealthy, not to make us a more prosperous province.
1: Will, would you like to weigh in on that?
2: Yeah,
3: I just—I mean, all three parties did campaign against it, except there was only one party that campaigned that signed the deal. Exactly. And as Peter points out, the NDP and the Progressive Conservative said it was a bad idea uh, at the time. I mean, they had an RFP process. They awarded contracts to a couple of companies. But as soon as that land was identified, somebody at Queen's Park should have said, you know what, you're never going to be able to build power plants that are that close to residential facilities, uh, residential uh, places uh, of, of uh, where everyone lives. I mean, in Mississauga, I know condo sprung up around where the power plant was but in Oakville those communities have been there a long long time and uh, as soon as you look at a map you realize how close they are to people's homes it was doomed uh, from the beginning I mean I don't share Peter's view not surprisingly that yeah, not privatization surprising. is to, uh is to blame for all of this but certainly poor decision-making is to blame and that decision-making uh, rests solely with the Minister of Energy of the time and the Premier of at the time
1: okay let's hear from Phil in Toronto Hi, Phil. Hi. Um, I I think one of the things, too, when they were
5: getting out of those contracts, didn't they uh, just end up spending way more money than they had to? They could have gotten out of them a lot more cheaply.
3: You're absolutely correct. There were a certain number of clauses in those agreements that allowed people to terminate it on a variety of different ways. They chose to pay more money than they had to as a way of making this issue go away.
5: And that seems to be they, the way they run their hydro system. And just to correct the uh, last caller and Mr. Tol- Tobin's there. Tabins. Tabins. Tabins uh, green Energy. Uh, it is what is costing us with hydro. It produces the maximum four percent, and it costs us forty percent of our hydro bill. So um, that actually, is the it problem, costs about twelve
2: percent of our hydro bills, and forty percent. No, I, I look okay. I I at the figures from the. Okay, ISO. we
1: have very different takes on on, on that. So um, let's let's just uh, leave the difference of opinion you, uh, and uh, let's uh, try to fit in Stephen Brampton. Hello, Steve.
4: Hi, Libby. Um, On the subject of the trial last week, normally I would not agree with jail time for a white-collar crime. But honestly, I am so weary of spin and deception from governments and trying to drill down to the truth in anything, that I actually think a symbolic jail time for this gentleman would be appropriate. And the other thing I want to say is, how do we ever get control of the purse strings of our country or our province? When I was a director at a large credit union, we, were, we could be held personally, personally responsible, liable, for conscious decisions that we made that impaired the assets of the credit union. And why can't we hold politicians personally responsible when they make Dumb decisions. We all have to govern and run businesses through difficult times, understand that, but there are decisions that are made that are really very self-serving, and it's an affront to anyone with a brain in their head what goes on.
1: Okay, well that's a very good question, Steve, thanks for that. Um, We are basically out of time, but just uh, from our two guests, very quickly, what do you think the chances are that he gets jail time?
3: I think that'll be a decision uh, for the judge. I mean, I don't really, I'm not an expert in, in those areas, but I can certainly uh, empathize with the feeling of, uh, of that last caller as well as many Ontarians that are just so frustrated by the do-anything-say-anything anything attitude of the government to uh, keep uh, keep their seats against the will of, uh, of the people, or, or certainly the issues of the day.
2: And Peter? Yeah, again, I think this is something a judge is going to have to decide, but I also understand the frustration. Uh, my hope is that in the next election, people realize that the Liberal Party is a party that is never going to be acting in their interests. It's just not in the cards.
1: Okay. Uh, with that, we have to wrap things up. Uh, people, if you, you couldn't get through, Free for All Fridays coming up. And uh, we are going to be talking about uh, the government and the way it spends money many times before the election. Uh, thank you very much to both Peter Tabbins and Will Stewart. And uh, that is all the time we have for Fight Back for today. We now break for traffic and news.